Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. This is Matt Stav. And this is the podcast, your only podcast and only source for business in the news. And also, not, it's not the only source for business in the news. It's the only source for business legal news where we add our legal twist and also answer some of your business legal questions that you, the listener, can send in to ask at LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com. And the only source of struggling intros in every single episode, but it's fine. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not a radio disc jockey, as they would say. You were on the radio for a long time. Yeah, but not as a DJ, more of a radio personality. Yeah, in, in the guest capacity. <laughs> in a guest capacity. You were introduced. You weren't introducing anything else. So I guess that's true. That's right. Exactly. So maybe I should take over the intro. I know that's what you want to do. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably screw it up, so I don't want to risk it. Let's we'll switch it up one time. That'll be fun. Actually, why don't you just practice right now? Let's hear it. Do it. On the spot. Do it. So this is Legally Sound Smart Business. Terrible. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead. Just uh, go ahead. It's a business legal podcast where we talk about a story in the news and answer your legal questions. Is that That's pretty much what you say, right? I don't know. It's ingrained in my mind. What email? What email do they send it to? <laughs> oh, ask at LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com or ask BizLaw on Twitter or go to our website. All right, don't get fancy on us. So I heard that 40% of managers avoid hiring younger women to get around maternity leave. And by heard about, I mean, that's a recent survey that came out. It wasn't even, I mean, 500 managers is, I guess, kind of a small sample size. Still pretty sizable. I think it's big enough. Yeah, it's big enough to give some kind of weight to it. So this is obviously an issue, and this is something that could give rise to a lawsuit. But the problem with this is going to be, these numbers are out there, but the problem is going to be proof that a woman was discriminated against based on gender. I guess that's what it comes down to for me. I don't know. That's unfortunate for these women, but I don't know how they get around this. Yeah. I mean, we've been kind of dancing around this issue for a while, even in our blogs and podcasts regarding maternity leave and so forth, and how I think in general... There is definitely, I've seen more this year than last year of this aspect of discussing this maternity leave as compared to other countries and the law surrounding it. I think even last year, they're talking about some standards of putting in leave for fathers as well yeah, to be able to share leave in 2015. I'm not sure what actually happened to that and whether that was state or nationwide or not, but... It's understandable from an employer perspective, especially when you're maybe a smaller company where maternity leave may affect you, specifically in California, where others is more for 50 or more employees. When you have an employee leave, that could be pretty dramatic, even though you may not be paying them, but then also being able to hold that spot for them when they come back. And it may not fit in every kind of business, but this is the reality of where we live in. And I'm just telling everyone who's listening, this is going to be the trend. I don't think we're going to see these kinds of benefits being taken away. If anything, they're going to be expanded more. Right. And one way not to react is just not hiring people that may get pregnant. I think allowing the father or the, the paternal leave is what they call it. I guess allowing that will kind of help this issue out. That's true. Because then the whole discrimination of gender won't be in there as well. I think that's fair. Like you said, I mean, what do you, so somebody leaves on maternity leave, 
that's three months, whatever it is. And you know, you have a couple options. You can try to find a temporary replacement or you can just have everyone kind of pick up the slack, like the team effort and everyone do a little bit more for three months. But I mean, there's really no easy way to go about. I mean, the best case scenario is somebody leaves, you have somebody who's just going to temporarily fill in for three months and they, they do a good job. I mean, I guess that's the pipe dream, but it probably doesn't happen that often. Yeah, exactly. I was just looking up what other countries do and how long they are. Don't some countries have year-long leaves and, and things like that? Yeah, okay. So let's see. United States is uh, 12 weeks average. Iceland, three months. Germany, 14 weeks. Japan, 14 weeks. Malta, 14 weeks. That seems to be pretty standard. New Zealand, 14. Switzerland, 14. Belgium, 15. You get an extra week there. And then Finland, Finland, Slovenia, 105 days. That's almost four months. Three and a half. And five months in Italy. Oh, and Macedonia, nine months. Ah, I was close. And Albania, 365. So that's one year. Ah, see, that's what I was thinking of. I knew it. Albania, of course. Oh, no, there's, yeah. there's other one years too. I mean, Canada has one year too, 52 weeks. Yeah. They put 52 weeks instead of one year. I don't know what the difference is. Maybe in a leap year or that extra yeah. day they don't want to give up. Pretty key. And in Sweden, it's 420 days. I'm just illustrating that this is the trend that it's going to expand, if anything. I think it's more important to give the option for the fathers than to just expand the time itself. But it's understandable, too. I mean, this can be very disruptive to a business, but this is something that has to be dealt with accordingly. I mean, this is the law of the land, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. There's also a percentage of wages paid. A lot of these leaves in other countries are actually paid wages. In the United States, it's zero. But a lot of these other countries that I just named are pretty much 100%. Canada is 55% for 17 weeks. You know, there's definitely companies out there that cater to more of the nice balance of work and family. So yeah, there's for sure companies out there that I would say almost even like encourage people to have kids. But on the flip side, you have businesses that are probably going to be the exact opposite. So yeah. I don't know. I guess depending on what you're looking for, find the right company. It's pretty easy. Just find the right company you want to work for. <laughs> Very good. All right, well, let's get to our question of the day. This is a good one. Question of the day. Can I fire someone on maternity leave? No. <laughs> Can I move to Albania to get a longer <laughs> yeah. maternity leave before I get pregnant? Yeah. How long until I become an Albanian resident? <laughs> Can my work monitor my cell phone usage at work if it's not a company phone? San Diego, California. Now, we get a lot of these monitoring questions, right? I mean... Everyone's very... This was actually a question submitted in person to me. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah. I don't think I've had any experience with clients that have been really into spying on their employees that much. And I know we talk about it a lot, but I'd like to think that it's not as common as people think it may be as much people talk about. But I guess I understand it, I suppose, in certain industries. But I think the answer is simple, right? I mean, for personal cell phones. Yeah. If it's a personal cell phone, even if they're at work... It's not going to give the employer the right to... I guess it depends what they mean by monitor the usage. Yeah, that's a good question. They can't see what's on the phone, but if you're talking on your phone or more accurately just texting or, or looking at something, I mean, they can watch you do that and tell you to not do it, but can they see what you're actually texting on a personal phone? Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be able to do that unless you're taking photos of you know, confidential things you're not supposed to. Yeah. I mean, this kind of goes to everything from even private email 
right? What exactly is private? And then there's aspect of cell phones because sometimes cell phones have cameras and can be used as recording devices. And there may be sensitive or confidential information within the workspace and so forth. So I think the answer is generally no, they can't do that. But I think there's certain circumstances for which companies can limit their exposure or restrict what they're trying to prevent and having to monitor or having the want to monitor personal cell phone use. And I think in general, I mean, you can definitely restrict a worker from using their personal cell phone during their work, whether or not they use personal email during the time, especially if they're using company property to do it, things like that. But I don't think it's a good idea in general to spy on your employees on a personal level. Yeah, there's obviously cases that have come down on these issues. And you know, as long as it's private things you're doing, it's going to remain private. If it's open to the public, people can see yeah. my different story. But key is to have a good policy in place and follow it. Also, I think the main concern is security and restricting confidential information, etc. I think the best way to handle that, if you have a legitimate concern, is to just separate the personal stuff. Prohibition from use of your cell phone on-premises, other than an emergency, etc., should be 100% prohibited. You can restrict any kind of personal use of the computers, including personal email, etc. And you can say, hey, look, these computers are monitored, so don't use your personal email and so forth. That is prohibited. You know, you're wasting time at work, etc. I think that is a more appropriate way than just to spy on them. It just doesn't seem like the best way to go about it. Yeah, I concur. We concur. All right. Well, that's the end of our docket today. <laughs> as you used earlier this week. It's, My dissenting opinion. Yeah, your dis, you're concurring opinion. I concur in part and dissent in part. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week, guys. And uh, don't forget to leave some positive reviews on our iTunes channel or whatever they call it. <laughs> and please do that. Yeah. And as always, keep it sound, keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.